You're listening to the EBITDA Growth Systems Making Business Profitable podcast with profitability experts Dave Kapkowitz and Mike Watkins. Coming at you from 5,675 feet in lovely Golden, Colorado. My name is Dave Kapkowitz and I'm here with Michael Watkins living our mission statement to impact lives through improving business performance. We accomplish this by coaching, speaking, and educating so you can live your best life. Good day, Dave. Good day, Michael. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing well, man. I'm doing well. I'm excited. I got new clubs. What kind of clubs? Um, you play some, baseball? Some ping, some ping, some golf clubs. Oh, nice. Nice yeah. ping golf. You know, those are really good iron. Yeah, I still need to get a uh, a hybrid because mm-hmm. my... my uh, my golf clubs came with a five iron through uh, two pitching wedges. One mm-hmm. pitching wedge, one forty-five degree. So I don't have a four iron or three iron, and uh, I can't hit either one of those anyway. But um, I do need to get a a four hybrid. Yeah, I I would strongly recommend a four hybrid, not going with a four iron. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I have I have clubs too. Um, I'm waiting for the golf game. I got the clubs. Just waiting for my golf to catch up with the clubs. My clubs are better than my game. Yeah, I you know, uh, I I resemble that remark. We were down in Arizona, and at virtually every, and it was an NTMA AMT manufacturing event, and um, they had a golf tournament, and uh-huh. at virtually every hole they were giving you a a box of balls, <laughs> and that's the only reason why I made it through the round. <laughs> I mean, I was sending balls everywhere. <laughs> I think part of it was because they weren't my balls, but I think part of it, I don't have a golf game. So Yeah, but I, I was losing balls too, but part of that's just because I suck. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But you know what? It's 2023. You and I are making a commitment to get out once a week at least, hit some balls, and we're going to make that happen. So Yeah, we by December we should be getting out once a week yeah. somehow, yeah. some way. Well, what are we talking about today? You know, we get in and out of a lot of shops. And uh, something that we've noticed is there are owners that they teach a message and they walk and they walk the talk, right? So the title is walking the talk. So I'll tell you to do this, but they don't play the, or some of them play the do as I say, not as I do thing. Right, right. And I think for morale, for employee retention, for culture, for productivity, that's really dangerous. I think uh, that can cause the bottom line to fall off. Yeah, you know, I'm a southern gentleman. I went to high school in Atlanta, and then that was the last of my time in the south. But there was a saying that says, are you picking up what I'm putting down? Um, and... uh the answer to that question for you business owners is yes, your people are picking up what you're putting down. That's right. If you're putting down something that stinks, yeah. Absolutely. And uh, it's a, it's unfortunate because I think more often than not, the emperor doesn't have any clothes. What does that mean for, uh, the, for the people that don't follow that? What does it mean for the emperor to be naked? Uh, he thinks he's fully clothed, but everyone can see that he's not. Perfect. You know, right? So if, if I'm picking up what you're putting down 
and you don't realize that I'm picking up what you're putting down, that I'm the emperor with no clothes. And uh, and it, it wreaks havoc. It really does. It causes a tear in, in your in your moral fiber of your shop. Yeah, yeah. And so, you know, what what are you putting down becomes the question that, you know, we ask the business owner, you know, metaphorically speaking, what are you putting down? And there has to be there has to be a lot of integrity between what you say and what you do. Yeah, because, you know, we we teach a effective communications class. And so done a little research on the research that's been done on effective communication. And one of the statistics is that 7% of what you say is important. 93% from a communication standpoint is how you look like when you're saying it and your tone of voice. You're 100% right. Yeah, so so if you uh if you're putting down something and you think it's uh you're getting away with something, mm-hmm. right? You know, they don't know they don't know what I'm really thinking or um I say this is important, you know. I th- management is very important. You need to be able to spend time with your employees and uh we need to make sure that they're satisfied we need to make sure they're engaged we need to make sure we're recognizing them but i also need you to make parts 100 percent of the time yeah this is we uh we know of a business that uh he pushes pricing making sure prices are right making sure we're making money um and he making sure they're making money and he wants everybody there to work on time and he uh, wants the business to really go according to the strategy they wrote down. And then what he wind up doing, um, of course, it's an unnamed company, unnamed person, but what he'll end up doing is taking a large project, quoting half the price that he lets everybody else quote because he wants to win the big prestigious project. And then once a month disappear for a week, go on a hunting trip, this, that, or the other. And that, I, I only bring that up not to bash anybody or anything like that, but to point out, how do you think his employees feel? Now, you hold me to this standard, but you do this, and it hurts the company, and you always complain about cash, because cash runs out when you do that. Sure. And we're putting all this effort into these large projects, and we're hurting the organization, and then when we really need you, you're not around, not anywhere to be seen. So... And we've seen that type of scenario a couple times uh, across the hundreds of shops we've been in. And that is so damaging to the core people that really get a lot of stuff done. And what happens is, is those core people wind up leaving because they, they don't have respect for the owner doing, doing that kind of stuff. You know, Dave, it, it's true. They, in some instances, they end up leaving, but it is surprising how often that they don't end up leaving. They're like an abused wife or something. I mean, they... They just stay. I mean, yeah, and and they don't take pay increases, and they shoulder the burden, and they they feel responsible for cash, and you know they they it's like their family, and they can't abandon their family, but they stay <laughs> through the through the abuse. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And what happens is, is sometimes those middle managers call us and they say, "Hey, can you help?" And oftentimes the answer is no because the owner <laughs> is the one that needs to ask. Yeah, and how, and how do you manage up like that? It, it, and without something, I, I once had uh, a really good mentor tell me 
people like that don't change unless it's a very, very serious consequence. Unless there's something very serious, a very serious alteration happens in their life, whether it's a death in the family, it's a, it's a brush with death, or if it's something they lose all their money, something really significant has to happen in somebody's life for them to wake up and listen. And sometimes you can't change people like that. Yeah. Well, you know, but the question becomes, uh, you know, that was the past. So going forward, you know, what do the, what does this scenario look like when you have a, you know, a manager who's, or a business owner who uh, there's not integrity? Like, hey, this is, these are our values. This is where we're headed as a company. Um, and then they go and do something the exact opposite. Um, and their employees know that that they're lying and that they're, they're going to do the exact opposite. And um, do you think it's going to continue to be the case that people stick around in there in that scenario? Or you know, I mean, what is the psychology around that? I I the only solution is for a major change to happen with the owner or the owner to be totally absent and let whoever's running the business run the business. Just go away. Quit causing trouble. Collect the check. <laughs> Yes, and, 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 and in fact... Those we, are the only good solutions. Yeah, and we have a existing client where that was that was what was put on the table. Mm-hmm. And, you know, this is your company, but you're really getting in the way. You have a committed workforce, and my suggestion to you would be get oh, out of the way. Yep, get out of the way. Let the company do it. And mm-hmm. that's that would be good advice, but somebody has to hear that, you yeah. know, and, and they have to be willing to listen. I mean... It, the first rule is, is, hi, I'm Dave, and I'm an alcoholic. You have to look at a mirror and say, hey, I have a problem. Yeah. And and I'm not saying I'm an alcoholic for those who people just assume. But, but uh, <laughs> unless there's, but I'm not, <laughs> right, right, Mike? <laughs> but but uh, you have to admit, hey, I have a problem. Otherwise, you're ju- going to do nothing but get in the way. Or, damn it, start telling the truth and fly straight. Yeah, yeah, and absolutely. You, and how long does it take to earn that trust back? Yeah, and... Uh, you know, when you speak of trust, um, you know, as, as a business owner, you really need to influence your workforce. And if you lie to them, then they don't trust you, and trust is the gateway to influence. So it is. if I don't trust you, there's no way you can influence me. That's right. So what you say won't matter at all. So mm-hmm. that, that owner, as we go back to this, are you picking up what I'm putting down? If you're putting that down, eventually it's like crying wolf. Sure, sure. After a while, that, that it's like, whatever, man. You're just going to go away, and I'm going to do what I want to do anyway. And I'm just going to do what I want. And if you're an absent owner, that means there's no accountability. So that person's just going to do, do what they want. Do what they want, yeah. And they might be right, it might be wrong, but they don't care. And the fact is, is you're not going to be able to find another person in that spot and keep them for very long because you've got to earn their trust somehow to even get them in the door and keep them for the first bit. You know, everything that we're reading, Dave, is that uh, there's this renaissance, as it's been referred to, for manufacturing, specifically machining. For the next five to seven years, it's going to get crazy. And, um, you know, the past is the past. But I think going forward to answer my own question, um, if if you're putting down the wrong stuff, Mm -hmm. um, you're not going to maintain your workforce and you're going to go out of business. I uh I couldn't agree more, Mike. And and if you if you want your business to be viable and if you want to have a workforce that's going to follow you, have integrity, walk the talk. 
Right on, dude. Right on, Mark. If you enjoyed this podcast and you're in manufacturing and you want to learn more about what we do, go to our contact tab at ebitagrowsystems.com, E-B-I-T-D-A, growthsystems.com, and I'll be reaching out to you personally to see what we can do for you. been listening to the EBITDA Growth Systems Podcast, Making Business Profitable. 